I have a confession to make to the two of you. I mean, it's not that profound, but when I was younger, I was a huge like finance nerd, maybe not like an Alex Keaton type, like save the politics, but like I was super interested in the like inner machinations of the economy. And I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a result of like growing up during the 2008 financial crisis, which I think certainly affected like my my family's life um, and just the way that like the world and the general economy works. Um, but yeah, I just want to put that out on the table to get us started. <laughs> so why are you working a nine to five? as opposed to like a nine to 11 at Goldman Sachs <laughs> no as opposed to just not working being on uh, Richard Branson's Virgin Islands Virgin Island I mean at the I'm not a numbers guy uh and I don't think that mm -hmm. you necessarily need to know numbers it's interesting like um Michael Lewis's book Liars Poker is all about like how lots of people in the heyday of Wall Street, which was probably like the 80s during like the Reagan and Clinton era, 80s, 90s, and probably like pre-2008, there were a lot of people making a lot of money who were just like, like not really smart. Like our economy is just very financialized. Like you don't, you don't really need to be that smart on Wall Street or didn't at least. That's a sweeping generalization, but that's kind of like the gist of the book. Um, but yeah, I, I just like... I don't want to sit at a Bloomberg terminal all day, but I think I was just interested in the ways in which, um, like the economy worked. Um, so I was very excited to speak to Jack about it. He's a very interesting dude. Yeah. Which we'll talk about in part two. Yeah. We've got a very exciting guest today, Planet Money's Jack Corbett. And he has kind of revolutionized the discussion around finance and personal finance and how the economy works through his TikToks for NPR. Uh, so Planet Money has long been a series uh, on NPR, but Jack has kind of brought it to an audience of Gen Zers with his very easy to understand, very quirky uh, videos um, explaining really difficult concepts like inflation um, and many others. But he will be on part two of the pod, which wow, we're very excited we about. Should we just cut it right there? <laughs> <laughs> I want to leave with our exciting guest this time. I think that uh, he's got so much interesting stuff to say. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I feel like what's, I mean, because I honestly, Eli, I can't relate to anything you said about having innate interest in the economy. <laughs> I, <can't remember. laughs> um, I, would, I was I, like a huge nerd. Like I would ask my parents to like pick up the Wall Street Journal because I wanted to like take a look at it. Yeah, I was, I was buying like country home and kitchen magazines. From oh, yeah, I loved like I was a big weather section reader. Like I wanted mm. to be a meteorologist when I was little. So I would read the weather That's fun, at least. religiously every day. Um, but what I do think is interesting about Jack being someone who is not so keen on the economy is like you were saying, Trey, like I think we've talked a lot about you know the sort of macroeconomic shifts and things that are going on right now and i think for gen z it's kind of an interesting time to have to deal with all of this stuff i think coming out of the pandemic and coming out of like all of the shifts of the last few years i feel like it's a generation that's had to get wise 
very quickly. Um, I actually read a kind of sad article about it in Washington Post about how Gen Zers brains have aged like three years faster than they should have, which is not in a good or a bad way. No, it's a bad thing. Basically, just like the parts of your brain that deal with like fear and things like that have basically like evolved and like progressed a lot faster. Um, And so I was just sort of thinking about it in the context of like how to make you know, learning about these things, which can feel really overwhelming, not so overwhelming and like also empowering in a lot of ways, because I think learning about the economy and knowing how to financially plan, which doesn't sound very glamorous, like can be very empowering for a generation Mm -hmm. that has had a lot that was not very stable for them in the past few years. So all this to say, I really enjoy the Planet Money TikToks as someone who needs it explained to me very simple (laughs) well anyway we get to all of this on part two of the pod as trey alluded to earlier very exciting one we are joined by the face of npr's planet money on tiktok jack corbett we sift through all the financial jargon get the lowdown on the economy and more tune in Jack Corbett, welcome to the pod. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. All right, cool. Well, to dive right in. So you've been at NPR for three years now? Yeah, three years. Cool. So tell us about your journey from like starting out as an intern to then becoming kind of like the face of Planet Money on TikTok. Um, yeah, well, in uh, time flies. Um, I was in, in college for experimental cinema and avant-garde film. And I made a weird documentary about this tiny town in Nevada that I've never been to with like a really big, like stuffed polar bear and like cowboy poets. Um, and it was just weird. And then I just like, I, I applied, like I had applied to like become like an intern at NPR for like, like four times in a row, each time declined this time. I don't know. I like just like put like 50 links to that. I'm like, just, just watch this. Like, just watch it. Like, <laughs> like this is, this video is going to just sell me more than I can in like a, a stupid little times new Roman resume cover letter. Um, and so I got the internship and that was the music video internship. So I was just, um, shooting tiny desk concerts, sitting at the tiny desk. Um, eventually what was the best one that you saw or were able to attend? Yeah. Cheryl Crow one was good. Um, but there's this band Coco Co, like all caps with an exclamation at the end. Incredible. Incredible. Can't even describe it. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of bizarre. I remember the first one. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting at the desk uh for a while. And like eventually it's like uh I was trying to like, you know, jump onto like the temping because like I would go from like an intern to a temp in like the hope because like I was just like I want to be like I want to stay here everyone's so nice to me and like they take my ideas seriously like this is cool like why like most of like my ideas I just like I assumed they were like they would take them as jokes like I pitched this thing I'm like there's this church in California that like that at for a time saw John Coltrane as a second uh, as like a reincarnation of Jesus Christ and they're like okay let's do this um and so we you know we we flew out to San Francisco and made it um and like, yeah, I didn't think that they would do that. So I just wanted to stick, I wanted to stick around because everyone's really cool there. So I just like asked to like do more work to direct some tiny desks. And then the pandemic happened. So there was no more tiny desk concerts. So like that was like gone, gone. Um, but like 
there was a pre-existing Planet Money video series, which is kind of like Drunk History-esque, um, but with like Planet Money episodes. And it kind of like when the pandemic started, it kind of became like my turn to like come up with one of these and to do that one. And I I don't know, I just like I, the idea of like directing and like working with other people. Oh, very scary. I'm not like, <laughs> like I'm really insular. Like and like luck, lucky for NPR, I'm lucky for my like social life. I spent like my entire college experience like sitting in my basement making videos. So like that's kind of what I did. I was like, what if I just do this by myself? And I found this like idea about like the stock market circuit breaker, which if you don't know what it is, the stock market goes down 7% in one day. They like trip a circuit breaker. The S&P 500, all the trading is halted. All the stock traders need like a timeout. It's just like an adult timeout. Um, and then it happens again if it drops another 5%. And then it just like they pause trading at, for the entire day after another 5%. Um, right. I remember that was like a big thing at the onset of the pandemic when like the market tanked for about like a week and there every headline had like a guy staring down at an iPad with like his hair in every which direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, totally, totally. It was like, it, and, and it, it has only happened like a few times. Um, like it hasn't happened since. So I made this video and it was like the whole, like the premise was like, it would be like a, a video for like stock traders to like chill out, like not really, but like, it would be like, you send this, like, if you're a, if you're on, like, if you're on like the, the, the floor, you watch this video and just like chill out for like, um, for like a few minutes and then come back to your trading. Um, so it was like slow and it was horizontal and it was like a lot of like, I don't know, bright, soft colors, warm colors, slow motion waterfall in the background. Um, and then I sent it to planet money and they're just like, yeah, okay. Maybe we can like post this if this, if the circuit, if the circuit breakers are triggered again, which they haven't been. Um, so that would have, that would have not done well, but then they were like, wait, what if you made this vertical? What if you made this vertical in one minute long? Um, and that was when I knew, that was when I knew what I was in for. So funny. Cause they asked when we were interns, they asked us, they looked, they were doing like a focus test. And they're like, should NPR be on TikTok, like Washington Post? And all the other interns, they're like, yes, 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 yes. It's so good. It's the future. And then it comes to me and I say, no, that's the worst idea ever. It's just going to die like Vine did. It's, 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 it's stupid. And, like, and I, I, I'm punished for my sins. <laughs> yeah, that's you amazing, though. lived long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. yeah. No, really. Yeah, no, especially now because like we're like, everyone's like in recession mode now. It's like we go from like one recession to another. Um, an entire, an entire boom bust cycle of TikToks. Um, so yeah, then I just kept on making TikToks. That's it. Then now, then it's now. I heard that we're heading into recession. What's the, what's happening? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're like, there's like, I think some people think we're going to have one. I think like a lot of like forecasters are predicting that we are. Um, yeah. Do you have to stay like abreast of the financial news all the time? Or are you just like choosing topics on your own to kind of explain to people? Yeah. What's your media diet? I, uh, yeah, no, it's like, I read like all like the, I read a bunch of the business, the business articles and most of them don't like, I'm not like, this is a, this is a TikTok. Um, I just, yeah, it's, 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 I just like find information. Cause like, I'm like an outsider in the world of like finance. Never, I never took an economics class. 
is like the cool thing. What? <laughs> never, so, never once. <laughs> so I'm self-taught. I just like listened to every single Planet Money episode, which there were like a thousand when I started. Now there's like a thousand and one hundred. Um, that's an education for you. So um, you weren't you weren't reading like Keynesian theory at a young age or anything like that. So like why? No, I, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, now i think it's cool dumb. now i think it's interesting but at the time yeah. i was like this is like i'm like i don't want to do that i don't want to be the economics guy it's like I, i'd rather be like a weatherman but now i'm like this is cool like this is like it's it's funny it's just like people acting weird yeah so like what why is it this is a really like basic question but like why is it important like why is the economy important to know about you know like i think a lot of people view it as inaccessible to understand like for you why is it interesting well there's like there's like the whole like aspect of like knowing about like personal finance knowing about like um like that's obvious that yeah but like knowing about like the economy as a whole i mean it is just like so inaccessible and i think like the way they talk that people it's like traditionally talked about at least like what i was like i found so frustrating when i started was that like everyone's just like using like words that like i didn't understand and it's like you didn't you don't have to do that like you can you can say it like a lot so it, like it actually reaches like a lot more people um and if like you know it's like if more people understand that like if the stock market goes up it doesn't mean the economy is doing well it's like it, like that, that like but like i thought that i mean like you have a green up arrow that's like all the that's all i need i'm like this rocks but like there's so many other factors but um and it's just like yeah i don't know it's 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 like if it's like if you know how like about like unionization like labor movements it's like i didn't know i didn't know like that's how like you know unions were started it's like i was like blown away that it's only four steps just like a couple little election things um and it's like that like if you just like have like eight people in like a random unnamed coffee shop someplace in the country it's like you can like kind of change so much if you just know like this kind of very basic like economic concept I mean, it's like it's perfectly it's like it's like, this is very like a very legal thing to do so i don't know it's just yeah it's there's like a lot there's like a lot are there things though that you personally gravitate towards like are you looking at like the ftx implosion or are you like oh i should explain how people can invest their money and get rich quick <laughs> <laughs> the no, two things are mutually exclusive <laughs> by the way. no i don't think i um there's no investing advice. I think if you do investing advice, you have to like check a box on your taxes and then like they then like it like it gets scary. So I mean also I just don't want to do that anyways. So like yeah, I mean like there's like the FTX thing. Uh, I mean like uh it's like if 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 there's like a greater like economic like concept, like we don't really do news, we just like kind of like more concepts. And sometimes like the news cycle like matches a concept, like the GameStop thing. It's like that whole thing like matches like the concept of like what like a short squeeze or like the NFTs when that like kind of popped off. There's like this idea of like a greater fool's theory. It's like you're gonna like pass it along until eventually like someone's stuck with it. Um what is that? What's a greater fool's theory? Greater fool's theory, it's like what you like buy like an NFT. If you're like if you like buy if you see an NFT and you're like you know, I don't think this is like that great, but I think someone else out there will think like if if I, you think you can sell it for more, it's like there's like someone out there who's like you know stupid or who can who's gonna buy this? Okay. And then eventually it just hits like a, a maximum point, and someone's just like stuck with it. Um, like like maybe I don't know some specific NFT. 
I don't know. I, the FTX thing, interesting. I, I haven't found, I haven't found that concept that like blows me away or that I think yeah. is really weird that would, you know, strike a chord with lots of people. I'm kind of curious, like to your point about how um, the channel does more about like concept, like sort of what your overall like POV is in terms of like the kinds of things that you do sort of put up on the channel and then also sort of what you see people responding to, because like, I'm also in the camp of like, no econ, very high level understanding of like what's going on at any given moment. But I think that like the cool thing with the Planet Money TikTok is it does feel sort of like really accessible and easy to understand with like very little background. So like, just kind of curious, like how you see people responding and then like the type of thing that you either try to create for them or like maybe see doing better with like the community that you have on TikTok. I think like the thing we're going for, at least like, like what I'm going for so much, it's like when the GameStop thing happened, it was like people were like, I watched like 10 videos about this and I didn't get it until like right now. It's like that kind of thing. It's like, I don't want to like use like a word that is like, if I, like if I say dividend, I'm not just going to like throw out dividend because like what's a dividend? Like, I don't know. like you have to like define, like it's just like, I, I just like want it to like appeal to like the most, like not to appeal to like, just be able to be understood by the most people. Um, Just like, I don't know. That was like always like, I had such an issue. I like, I like made like a personal vow when I was like in stupid film theory class. It was just like, everyone was writing with these academic papers and they were just like, so grandiloquent, superfluous, <laughs> in insane <laughs> words. And I'm just like, this is so like, you don't need to, you don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to write like the most simple research paper. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just have like a personal hatred towards using really big words. I just use small words. It's also <laughs> exclusive too. Like, I think that a lot of people prop themselves up because they go through this whole education or whatever, finally understand it and then like use it to belittle other people by, you know, talking about how much they do know which I think it's cool that like you are taking these concepts that really a lot of people should understand. They are very important to us on an individual level and explain them simply using, you know, language we all understand and know. And um, like it's, I can explain them simply just because like they're not that complicated. Like most of it, it's just not that complicated. It's just like the way that like it's traditionally shown or like, I'm like a very like visual learner. So it's like, I need like, you know, pictures, like circle shapes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so like it works with me. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, do you have an example though? Something like maybe a TikTok you made that was a pretty complicated concept. I'm doing air quotes here that you were able to just like, hey, let's add some lasers and shapes and like explain this easily. The most like dense thing that I... um i i i hit was modern monetary theory which is like weirdly it's like i was so convinced that it's like a huge a huge topic and like i had tried to make the video so for so long and it just like wasn't working and every time like i worked on a script it just got longer and longer and then eventually tiktok did that thing where they like they're like videos don't have to be a minute they can be like three minutes now <laughs> And I was like, okay, all right, now's my chance. Um, and so it's just like, I made like an entire, like, I don't even know why I was like, like, like there's gonna be like a medieval thing, like a Dungeons and Dragons type like scenario, which like doesn't even, doesn't even really like fit. Doesn't, like, <laughs> doesn't really fit like the they don't modern monetary theory. Yeah, it's, um, 
but like yeah it's like it was like the longest it was the longest tiktok we've made i think and like probably the densest and also and i was like when i was posting it i'm like they're gonna they're gonna hate me for this like this is it this is it they're all gonna say why would you do this but now it's like our most viewed video so it's like i don't know um so emma just so just so i'm clear real quick so like modern monetary theory is like the idea that the government doesn't need to worry about debt is that like a really reductive way to think about it or or like repaying it or did i completely whiff on that should i just watch the video <laughs> i think i think i can't be any more reductive than the video just because like i tried to reduce it so much every single video i try and reduce so to like the point where it's like if i take out one more thing it's like i'm really i'm really i don't know i'm like i'm cutting it close um yeah, or like, let me think about another concept that might be denser. I think, yeah, I think just... Maybe while you look for it, I just want to like get something off my chest. Yeah, shoot. Go try. <laughs> what really annoys me and like boils my blood is all of the people that work as bankers specifically, and they spend their entire day trading money or investing or whatever as their job, but maybe they're super low on the like rung and they whenever you meet these people they invariably tell you like you have to invest in this thing and open this kind of account and like i'm like the only reason you know this is because your entire personality is built around like money as an interest versus like having a personality and the way you're talking about what i should do to like hack my personal finances is so infantilizing that it but I'm also on the flip side of that, like, but please tell me more, like, which account should I open? <laughs> What's what Bitcoin should I buy? Like, no, it, 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 like, exactly. It's like, I, I didn't think like moving in, I didn't think like, or at least what I was finding, I felt like every single video I'd watch about economics, they were trying to sell me something. Um, if not like an ideology, like, like actually like sell a stock. And like, you just like, you don't have to be like on a team to like to like like appreciate and like understand or like yeah just like think about economics it's like you you can go you can approach it in like a way that's just like i'm like looking at this from like like i'm not like i'm a third party i'm just like watching i'm watching i'm watching it all like unfold and it's like this is interesting do you have to be impartial too do i have to be impartial yeah well i yeah <laughs> i yeah I think so. yeah. Like I know that I know that you're never recommending, you know, what a viewer should undertake or do. You're more just recommending they understand some basic concepts, hopefully. But is there ever a point where you're like, oh, I wish I could just tell people invest in a stock or like Oh no, 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 no. Trey, no. come on now. <laughs> I've never I've yeah, no, that I, yeah. What insider information are you holding that you can? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The nonprofit public radio sector. <laughs> yeah. it, it comes to us first. How he brought down an empire. <laughs> Clara, go ahead. Oh, no. I mean, I guess I'm just curious. Again, like I would sort of put myself as like a non-money person. Like Eli can attest to the fact like it took me many months to like successfully pay my credit card bill on time. And like, as someone sort of like from the background that you're coming from, like you have a background in film and you've kind of alluded to this, like is what makes you interested in economics and in doing the Planet Money TikTok, really this sort of like simplifying the content and making it accessible to more people in these really creative ways? Or like, have you unlocked more appreciation from 
the or like for the economy sort of in the process of doing this because I think like for someone like me and I'm sure for many people it's like does not necessarily scream this is going to be a joy to learn more about so I'm sort of like curious about what joy you have found in it if any and kind of like what keeps you excited about finding like random different theories and stuff that nobody's heard of and like making them feel fun yeah I think I like I was definitely like in the same boat about yeah like this doesn't seem like a joy to learn about like I thought like you know like when I started I was like this like you know the stock market circuit breaker like that was funny like but like that's like the only thing um and like now I'm gonna have to like do things about like what's inflation um <laughs> and then I just like I don't know like the more I learn the more I realize like it's all kind of just like that it's like like there's like there's so many things that are just like what like it's like timeout it's like there's like there's like a timeout or there's like what like I don't know I'm gonna go back to like my early ones just like like I made like a one about J Crew like like I don't like shell companies and it's like this is just like the entire thing the entire time it was just like wait this is like legal um and it's it's just like like it's there's just like bizarre there's just like bizarre stuff going on out there um that yeah I don't know it's just like it's not it's not all like dollar signs it's mostly just like I don't know like interesting interesting conflict yeah it's almost a lot of it almost feels and like maybe this is getting too deep it feels like so boring as to distract you from how like insidious a lot of the stuff is if that makes it so boring like complex maybe yeah like shell companies in delaware like i saw that like who is going to really take the time to understand that but it's like such a key aspect of like a lot of the like shadow banking system and how companies are able to get away with like offshoring their taxes or stuff like that like th these are things people should know but they make it like they as in i don't know textbooks macro e like econ class or the ft like so complex in my mind and yours like you like your content's more like a like a cold glass of water from like a lukewarm cup of tea or something. <laughs> it's like, like like yeah like hiding it like behind like like there is something crazy going on but like when you read about it you're like this like this, all these words are boring um no but like yeah fully it's like i don't know it's like i just try and like I try and capture like, yeah, that immediate like gut reaction when like I understand like what is really going on, like with like a certain story or like what like kind of like human element is in play. Um, and I just like, yeah, just try and capture that. I think that was like my, um, in film, I was just like always making like experimental things and they were just like experimental just to be like experimental and like weird because I was like um, annoying. Uh, but like, I guess like with with like with the, the plan of my TikTok, it's like I, I found that like, you know, it's like you can do like that in service of like illustrating like an idea. Um, like you can kind of like, yeah, you can you can you don't have to just be like weird. You can yeah. you can show like how other things are weird in a weird way. Like yeah, like that was I think early on I was like I was like yeah, it's like we want to make I want to make a video that is as weird as this concept. And everyone's like the videos are so weird. It's like no, it's like the concept is yeah <laughs> and I guess I'm curious about like what made you interested in it also because I feel like so much conversation is going on right now around like social first news I'm doing quotes and you know like you brought up the Washington Post and like I think a bunch of other sort of like legacy media publications are like starting to launch their own TikTok or like invest more in these platforms and like I think something that like the Planet Money TikTok does do really well is kind of like 
putting, making things feel fun and not like dumbed down, just like accessible. And I think that some of the, I mean, not to name names, like some other sort of quote unquote social first news, like can feel pretty joyless. Um, and I feel like, I'm just curious, do you see any of that, like kind of coming back to the account? Like how is, is there like community in the comments? Like, do people get excited for the videos? Like, have you seen sort of like, how have you seen that community grow, I guess, since you first started the account? I think what just like was seemed obvious to me was that if we're going to be on TikTok, like you're going to make like TikToks, like you're not just going to make like vertical videos that are like under 60 seconds, like you're going to, you're going to make a TikTok, like you're going to understand like what like the, the platform is all about, like the beats like that usually happen in a TikTok, like the kind of tone, kind of like what just like words you use, um, where things go in the video um, or like, yeah, it's you don't want to like, you know, spend too long because then it's like, oh, so polished and people are like, how long did this take? Or like, you can spend a lot of time on it as long as you like make it look like like mine, like janky. So they're not like, whoa, this is like overproduced. It's like, no, it's like you film this with an iPhone, obviously. And it's like, that's not a green screen. That's a green bed sheet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, I think like approaching it like it is like, like, like it's not, uh, yeah, it's not anything else. It's just TikTok. But have you noticed any like community things going on like do people say like oh my god missed you or like oh you must be <laughs> must be super rich jack like tell us community things i don't know i don't even know what that means really i think like do you have fans yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell us about them they're 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 nice they're all very nice Everyone's do you love your sweet. fans yeah of <laughs> right. course as long as they don't say creepy things to me yeah, yeah. they rock those <laughs> ones rock yeah um everyone's like yeah everyone's like really positive in like the comment sections it's like i think that's like a, another cool thing that i know it's certainly not the case with like like tiktok can be like kind of like hostile in certain scenarios. and like like yeah the comment sections are not always great like if there's one about like crypto it's like whew, whew, that comment section vitriolic or like or like when one of the TikToks got like taken, uh, got like reposted onto like r slash Wall Street bets. Oh my God. Oh, wow. I haven't heard insults like that since like middle school. It was like, that was insane. Yeah, well, those <laughs> those guys are like worrying in many different ways. <laughs> I feel like. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess that's as much I, of the community. I kind of had to like stop looking so at comments you talked about kind of tying each video back to like, like you won't cover something unless it ties back to like a larger subject in which you're interested in covering. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot going on in, you know, the current news cycle right now, as it relates to the wider economy, whether it's runaway inflation, whether it's like all eyes on Jerome Powell or FTX or supply constraints, et cetera. Um, or even like the union negotiation that Biden's in right now, like, a, what is something that's like, I guess, what is the most important story about the economy right now or that people should know? And maybe I shouldn't even say the economy because it feels like such a broad um, like word, but like, what's the most important story that you think people should be paying attention to right now? I think just based, like out of all of that, like, yeah, there's like so much going on right now. Um, but like, yeah, I think the, like the one that I'm working on right now like out of all of those is I'm doing something like about like this um, about like, yeah, like interest rates. I think like mm -hmm. the old, like 
we've sort of talked about them in the past, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's like a, it's a mechanism that is just, I feel like I've heard since like, I was so young, I've heard like, Oh, Fed raising interest. Right. And it's like, I just don't like, I've, I just didn't know what it means. I was just like, like I, the joke is that like when my interest rate goes down, like I lose interest. <laughs> Like I get, I get bored. Um, so maybe the video will go up before this does. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I think like, that's like, that's, that's, that's what I think is, is worth covering or like is easiest for me to cover. Um, there are some like top topics that just seem like too big sometimes. Yeah. I mean, the interest rate one is, and I won't, first of all, I don't want to make myself sound like an idiot on on here either, but I feel like the interest rate one is interesting too, no pun intended, because um, I feel like a lot of the conversation has been around like how much an unelected body can have influence over like general like economic sentiment and the availability of money. And I feel like people are like, wait, 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 like the power that this person has to like completely tank a like market or something is um, like outsized. I don't know. I'm curious to see the video because I'm sure, again, you'll do a far better job of like explaining this. But I agree. That's like certainly something I've also seen like bubble up to the top. Yeah, it's like it's like who is deciding this? And then also like who is deciding like when like a recession like officially begins? It's right. like, there's like another like there's an, like another like body. And there's a great Planet Money episode like four months ago about that. Um, about, yeah, I think who who decides when a recession happens. But beyond like in all of those different topics that Eli rattled off with the FTX implosion and like the Biden stuck in, you know, all this stuff. Are you feeling generally like hopeful about the economy slash our generation or what, where do you stand there? Or do you like delete the TikTok app and like get out of the way? (laughs) Head in the sand vibe. I feel I feel hopeful. I think I, I feel like ever since downloading TikTok, I felt like more hopeful because I keep on like seeing like what like young young people like be like very, very smart and very cool and very creative. And like that, like to me, like that's that's great. To me, that's cool. I I, I don't know like overall like economic hopefulness, I can't say one way or another. But like I don't know. I think yeah, some people are like, oh, those next generations. I'm like excited. They're like they're they're smart. Yeah. So where can where can our listeners and or eventually viewers find you on uh, at Planet Money on TikTok um, at Jack Corbet, J-C-K-C-O-R-B-E, um, Corbet, the French um, on, on that's 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 Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's Jack Corbett, C-O-R-R-B-I-T spelled wrong because that's like the phonetics. Um, yeah. So yeah, follow me, follow me, drop a follow. <laughs> I only really tweet. I don't do anything else. <laughs> nice. We'll all smash that follow button. Well, Hell thanks so yes. much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you guys. Thanks so much. It was fun. Yeah. And don't forget to subscribe to, to day one FM as well. Let me do that right now. There you go. Plus one, plus one on the board. <laughs>